Hey everyone, before we get started, I just want to talk about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor simply is the perfect place to go if you're trying to start a podcast. First off, free, that's great, but there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super easy to use, super intuitive, Uh, and then once you have that edited, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more places uh, where you listen to podcasts. And when they're distributed, you can start making money from your podcast right away. No minimum listenership. Start getting that anchor money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm right now to get started. Now, the Schooner Pod. Welcome to the first regular season Schooner Pod. I'm Bobby Howard. I'm here today with my co my venerable co-host, Jameson Maxwell. Back again. Yes, we are. Today we are talking the long-awaited Florida Atlantic preview, and we're going to talk about some of these first week games in college football and around the Big 12. Jameson, talking about FAU. What do you think about uh, our chances against um, the Conference USA's best? Uh, I mean, you can laugh about Conference USA's best and be like, oh, yeah, it's Conference USA. Don't worry. This is a dang good team. This team should be in the top 25. I don't know how they didn't make it. Um, actually, I know why they didn't make it because just the ranking people are not that smart. They killed it last year. They won their bowl game by like 40 something. Like, they stomped everyone, and yes, everyone can dog on Lane Kiffin, but this guy is a good coach, and especially it shows whenever you're in this nothing conference, the Conference USA, and you're not really playing much competition every single game, and he can really show his schemes, and they got some players too, and they're really getting good transfers, good players, decent recruits. The FAU is making a name for themselves, so for those kids that don't go Florida State, Florida, they're like, oh, man, I know if FAU's doing well, I'll stay here in Florida and go to there. Yeah, they're definitely a program on the rise. Uh, I wrote about it this week in, um, in, the, in the Pessimist column about how this could really be a signature win for the, for the Owls. Uh, <laughs> because when you really look at <laughs> the Owls, I know, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's sad. It's really bad. Um, I... I, I one of the things I talked about was looking at TCU's win in 2005 against an OU team that was kind of in the same place after a, um, a generational player left in Jason White. True. You, you have your ranked seven, just came off of a a, 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 contra, a big like quarterback duel, um, and then it's an 11 a.m. Get, 11 a.m. game national TV, and you got a good coach. You got it. You got a scrappy team that can definitely win. I, I don't know. I think this this is something that uh, definitely OU fans should be worried about. And I, think, I, I think that's a good comparison, too, because, I mean, Texas football is kind of similar. You have TCU as a little brother on the side. In Florida football, you got kind of FAU as a little brother on the side, and I think that's pretty good. Um, I don't know if FAU is going to make a big turn and go to a Power 5 conference, but... Yeah, I don't see them joining the uh, ACC in eight years, but still. Uh, ACC, everyone come in. Come on, we can we can get more. 32-team <laughs> conference! <laughs> yeah, honestly, they can they can keep on joining. They're, it's unreal what they're doing with their basketball conference. What is it, 16 teams? 
Like, yeah, that, that is ridiculous. Absolutely, absolutely wild. But for the preview with the FAU, this is the game I am most excited about, not just because it's opening weekend. Okay, not counting Bedlam and Texas is the game I'm most excited about. Non-conference. Yes, non-conference. But, I mean, even the other Big 12 games, this is, like, number three. I'm really excited about this game. This is going to be our hardest non-conference game. No matter you think UCLA is a big name, they ain't, They don't have the players FAU does, and you know that's crazy. They might have the stars that they have, but, no, FAU has got the players. Uh, and part of it's just the Last Chance U fan of me talking. I know a lot of people have watched it three seasons. And Last Chance U, FAU's kind of been like the pipeline there. Uh, they have all kinds of players. DeAndre Johnson, uh, most notably, is their quarterback. We haven't heard a starter yet from um, DeAndre Johnson. I mean, from the FAU Owls. We might have an update on that later. Uh, but uh, it's versus him and Chris Robinson. And then... Um, also, they got their quarterback coach from uh, Last Chance U, uh, Clint Trickett, oh, former what? West Virginia quarterback and uh, stud, is on their coaching staff now. I think he's special teams for them. Just something weird. Clint Trickett? Yeah, I think is, it's like, is he a special teams coach? Yeah, I know. I, I call me crazy. The weirdest career for that guy. I started at what was it, Florida State? Yeah, and then went up to. West okay, Virginia. excuse weird. me. Tight ends. Tight, tight ends. Tight ends and special teams. What the? Yeah, that is absolutely bizarre. Yeah, tight ends and I. I don't know how he's doing it. Good. Good for Clint Trickett. Yeah, because he was at East Mississippi, you know, with last chance shoot, and then they got another guy, Tim Bonner, defensive end, number forty-five, played some special teams for uh, FAU last year, made some big hits, and he is a former Louisville commit. So he's big time. So he is poised this year to actually get on the line and make some plays. They okay. Speaking, go, sorry to go back to Clint Trickett. I did not know we'd talk about him this much. They have a weird coaching staff. Yeah, have we talked about this. Oh, well, no. Of course, Lane Kiffin is just wild. And then you got you got Charlie Weiss Jr. <laughs> little little baby Charlie out there. Clint Trickett. I think they have Art Bryles Jr. still on the team. I don't know. I don't know. Did they fire him? I, I think they still have Art Art Bryles Jr. Look that up. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's absolutely just, it, it's weird. It's they, they're just stuffing Boca Raton yeah, full of got, weirdos. They got Charlie Weiss Jr. still. Char- Charlie Weiss Jr. <laughs> um, jeez, I guess Monty Kiffin. Monty Kiffin. <laughs> Monty Kiffin's in here? This is weird. See, like, there's Clint yeah. Trickett. Okay, so I guess they didn't hire him. That's good. Yeah, it's okay, the, good. Okay, but okay. still, they got Monty Kiffin over there. Yeah, okay, <laughs> they got they got old man Monty. Just well, I, I, it's it's convenient because he's he's old, so he's in Boca Raton. He's in the retirement community. It's not a long drive. <laughs> okay, that that makes sense. Good, good, good for Monty. <laughs> not but, not but, a bad gig. But to be like to be completely honest, that is a you can make fun of it, but that's a star, awesome, studied coaching staff for. A conference USA team. It is really good. Um, I, I, it, it, they're really funny, and honestly, I'm proving my own point from earlier that this is a dangerous team because no one's taking them seriously. Um, and if OU, if OU takes them as seriously as I am, um, at least right now, it's going to be a long day for the Sooners. Yeah. Um, and, and I think I think the one player you have to be terrified of, and you're going to be so sick of hearing this boy, this this guy's name, just all day long. Devin Singletary. They're going to pound the rock with him every single time because what do they have to be scared of? Our defensive line is not proven. They just, well, I'm, everyone watched the Georgia game. 
that was one of the huge, huge, huge like TV programs of the year. So everyone was seeing that. They know the tape on it. They know if we keep running with the, the Conference USA Player of the Year last year who's returning, of course they're going to do that. They see that in our weakness. So Devin Singletary, I would not be surprised if he even got close to 25-30 touches. Oh, definitely. And, I mean, Singletary, 30, I mean, look at the stats, 32 touchdowns, averaged 4.8 yards per carry, which is crazy because he didn't have a particularly – great uh first two games against navy and um uh wisconsin uh he he's he's actually if you think about it their greatest player of all time first first ever ap all-american at uh, florida atlantic no he's he's a stud and i wouldn't be surprised if he does it again yeah yeah no he's their goat and he's only he's only a junior he's entering his junior year yeah like i i don't know i don't know how he's doing it because i mean there's something there's something special over there with him and they've got a good one, and they'd be. Let's, they just better count their wishes and hope he stays another year after that too. Definitely. And looking at the quarterback controversy, you got you got three guys, but it's really more like two. Um, I mean, it's 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 really down to you know uh, OU expat Charlie Robinson. Um, Chris Robinson. Chris. Damn it, Charlie. <laughs> I, I I got Charlie Weiss on the brain. Apparently, I don't, I don't know. Uh, what is that with us on first names? I don't know. It's Anyways. Let's just start saying last names from now on to be safe. Yeah, Rob, <laughs> Robinson. I got the last name right. Yeah, though. you did. Okay, so uh, Chris Robinson and uh, DeAndre Johnson, uh, who is probably Johnson. I think is probably the leader in the clubhouse. I, right? I think. I think we got to kind of assume right now. Just rolling forward, DeAndre Johnson's going to be the starter. That's what they're getting the vibes from. He was there last year. But he was out with an injury the whole year, so he he's got he's kind of got to learn everything. Uh, Jason Driscoll was our quarterback last year. I'm pretty sure he's related to Jeff Driscoll, uh, quarterback for them. He's gone. He was a senior. So DeAndre, he's smart. He's a former Florida State commit, so he's got talent. He did really well in East Mississippi last chance to use season two, and it's going to be a fun game to watch. But I think we can roll forward and say that Chris P.I. Robinson ain't going to start. <laughs> Uh, Chris Robinson, for y'all don't know, he was at OU for a little bit. We dismissed him. Uh, he did get a PI walking back from the bars freshman year. I mean, yes, everyone can sit in there and say, "Yeah, that could have been me." Yes, nah, we've all had those moments walking back from campus corner. It takes a lot, though. I mean, let's I, be real. I personally am a guy. I like walking, um, especially whenever I get a little beers in me. I love walking home, and I was about fifteen, twenty minute walk going back from the bars, and I did that a lot. So that easily could have been me. But Chris Robinson was doing whatever he's a freshman. So that's yeah. pretty dang stupid of him. Yeah. So, but the whole thing is like he blamed it on his ex girlfriend, and he said he was hanging out with the wrong crowd. But come, what a bitch! Come on, just <laughs> like 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 take up for it, you know? Like come on, like and then he goes to FAU, and then he gets like sus- like suspended for like not like violating team rules. Like like obviously it's you, brother. If if you moved all the way out to Florida and you still got problems, don't blame it on your girlfriend. Come on, grow up, my man. Yeah, she probably didn't move with you and. <laughs> I mean, the, the moment you knew that he was going to be an issue is when he took that photo at uh, the Army All-American oh, with the sunglasses. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Oh. No, it, this... Uh, we, um, the, link is, the link will be in the description on this one. It's too good. What? I mean, come on. Yeah. It's, it's a great radio here. This is... this is. I, I'm just not a big fan of Chris Robinson. I didn't think he had that much talent whenever I saw him play. I didn't think he was that special. Uh, I just don't see him winning the job versus DeAndre Johnson. Maybe by the time this pod is released, maybe DeAndre Johnson might have been the starter by now. But let's just assume he is. 
Uh, he's a great quarterback. I think he'll do very well for him. But I think the key with FAU is to not rely too much on the quarterback, even though it's a competition. I think they just need to keep on running the ball Singletary, what we were saying. Yeah, more, more than anything, because we're recording this like super early, I just want to talk about uh, Chris Robison. Because yeah. that, that guy just deserved to be talked about. And the only reason I could see him getting in is his... As if Lane wanted to be all weird and be like, ooh, he'll like redeem himself against his old team, which I wouldn't put it past the man. Don't put anything past Lane Kiffin. Uh, I, I'm telling you that this game, if this was at a neutral site, it'd give me irks of like that Houston game in 2016. We are talking about Lane Kiffin. It's a lot like Tom Herman. Uh, we just got to make sure that we come out and we're ready for him and we don't trip up in the first game of the season versus a team that's not even Power 5. Yeah. So, the early line here, uh, OU minus 21. Yes. That's, um, I mean, the line probably won't change, I imagine. It's been pretty constant since it's came out. It's went from 20.5 to 21, and it it's, it's really hasn't changed too much. Even I don't even think with the Kylo news coming out it should change because everyone's no. kind of assumed that. Uh, maybe right whenever it gets close to game time, I could see it going down to like 19 and a half as much, but I say 2021 is pretty constant. Yeah. Um, I think you kind of have to go, go with FAU, Yeah. right? You yes. got to go FAU. That's plus. what I'm doing. Yeah. FAU plus 21. Um, that's, that's the safe bet right there. Um, I don't know. I, I OU has always struggled in opening games. Look at, I mean, pretty much any of them, even the games against, you know, UTEP, we didn't look all that great in yeah. the first unit. Hey, we co- um, we did cover. We did cover. UTEP. I was we, in Vegas, and we covered by a half a point. It was a backdoor cover, <laughs> for sure. It was it was amazing. I was living <laughs> on top of the world now. Uh, yeah, that, gotta love them backdoors. I, 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 got, I got one against Kansas last year. It was yeah. great. Um, uh, looking at the over, it's looking like 68 right now. Yeah, over under 68. Um, I like the over in this one. I don't have much confidence in our defense right now. I think it can be good, but I think we need some time to let ourselves season and get into our role. We've got a lot of new guys that are coming into new roles. We're moving all things about. We just moved Kenneth Murray. We just moved Caleb Kelly. Our whole secondary is all moving around except for Norwood and Motley. I think there's going to be a lot of learning curves that it takes, and I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, I, I could see it. See, I could see it picking up. I just I have a weird feeling that the offense is gonna like kind of take a little bit of time to get rolling. Um, I think the defense is gonna be good. I think they'll. I think really FAU is gonna get most of their points on kind of big breakout plays. Yes, I agree. There's definitely going to be at least one Devin Singletary like forty, fifty yard run that's just gonna make you want to pull your hair out. Yeah, I could see like a big old sixty yard touchdown from them. Yeah, they're then, like first quarter. Yeah, th- this is going to be a tight game. I think it's going to be a tight game um, until the fourth. OU breaks away. Um, but it's definitely going to bring a lot of thought pieces about, oh, is OU actually this good? FAU is a good team. This is not This is not UTEP. This is not Chattanooga. Chattanooga, <laughs> Tulane. This is, a, this is a solid team. So my kind of mindset whenever I'm thinking about the over-under and the line on this, I think it's going to be close as well with like going into the fourth quarter, but I think it's going to be that I'm comfortable close, but I'm still uncomfortable at the same time. Like we've got 17, 10 points on them going in between 10 and 17, 10 and 17, you know? And I say we go into the fourth and they score a touchdown and they get within 10 points and we're really, really having to work for it. We punt it to them and then maybe our defense has a good stop. But I think I think 17 is like a pretty good 
uh, good for my line there of uh, OU wins by 17. So I'm going to go that plus 21. Okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I think plus 21 is the right, the right move. Uh, what do you have on the final? So final score, I've got, I think there's going to be a couple field goals. I think uh, for us especially, there's going to be a lot of times where we get we run down the, foot, um, the field with a big play because we got big play guys, but we don't have that finishing. Baker Mayfield, he converted third downs like no other. It was awesome. We don't have him anymore. I think there's going to be some times when we're in the red zone and we just can't finish and we have to kick field goal. I got OU 44. And that's with three field goals. So I still got us getting five touchdowns. It's pretty good. And then I got FAU 27. So that hits the over right there. Just barely by three points. But it does. Yeah. Um, I got I got OU 37, uh, UTEP 24. So um, you're going the under then? I'm going under. Okay. I think it might be a bit more of a defensive slog than people think. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I, I do not think that... Um, I, I think there will be issues in the red zone. There always are with uh, new offenses. Um, I think, I think, but I think, I think Cybert will, you know, kick them through like he should. I agree. Um, but I, I still think the offense will be will will look pretty good. I I don't know. I'm uh, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about our chances of winning. Uh, I'm I'm not super worried about this. It's really just narrative that I get worried about. But that's, yeah. that's, come on. And see, the thing is why I'm picking the over with them is I am big on their offense. I think FAU's got a good offense. I think we've got a decent offense. I don't, I'm not sold on their defense. I'm not sold on their defense. So there's going to be plenty of time to score. I don't think there's going to be long drives. I think we're going to be moving quick. I think that's got to be our thing with Kyler Murray. I think we need to put the ball in his hands. We need to run options. We need to do a quick hurry up, quick little dump downs, quick little slants. And everything, and then do a deep ball every once in a while. That's I, that's the way I think we should play. I don't know in the mind of Lincoln. Lincoln obviously knows way better than me, but um, I think if we're running the ball quick and they're scoring quick versus our defense, I mean that's plenty of time to get to that over. Yeah. Well, that was uh, plenty of stuff on FAU. Let's uh, take a look at some of the other Week One games. Um, some some prime. The, the, here we're just gonna start hot here. We're gonna start with the hottest game of them all. Nichols at Kansas. Oh, man. We're, we're hot tonight. So, I would love to see Kansas lose this one. But I feel like my laughing isn't worth it enough. I think I'd only have a small chuckle because it's not that surprising. I think Kansas wins it. I think Kansas will be eh this year. Comparative to their past seasons. I'm talking two wins. I think they get Rutgers. I think they get uh, Nichols. Two wins for him. As I've stated before, give me nickels. Oh, no. I am all in on the nickels. Oh, no. Absolutely in on the nickels. I, they are a rising, <laughs> rising up F- <laughs> FCS team. I'm, I'm all in on nickels. They, they have, they've improved. Um, I'm here. I've, I've heard stuff from scouts saying, better watch out for nickels. Kansas might not win this one. I don't know. I I think KU falls short in this one. I I think it'll actually be a really good game, but I I see I see them boys from Nichols coming through oh that win. My goodness! I know bombshells on on the first one. Um, up next we have uh, Tennessee and West Virginia from Charlotte, North Carolina. They're playing at the Panther Stadium for some weird reason. Uh, who do you win? Who, who do you got winning the Moonshine Bowl? Oh my God! Do I have to say anything about Tennessee? Tennessee is an absolute embarrassment. 
Like, who thought Rocky Top would turn into this? We were just playing them not too long ago, playing competitive games, and then last season, they are absolutely embarrassing to watch. West Virginia, like I said earlier, is going to start out hot. They're going to look great. Everyone's going to give them all the hype. They're going to kill Tennessee this game. I think they're just going to absolutely stomp them into the ground. I honestly agree. Um, West Virginia is just... That's that's a flat-out really good team right there. Um, I just... Tennessee is a joke. I this I mean, look at the offseason where they, they tried to hire 17 other coaches, <laughs> it felt like, and just ended up with... A no-name? Bama's defensive coordinator. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're really scraping the bottom of the barrel of these Bama coordinators. I don't even know who any of their guys are. Jeremy Pruitt Jeremy, is their head coach. I'm pretty uh, sure that's an auto-generated like Madden rookie name. Yeah, it really does. He even looks like one. He looks yeah. like, a, like a generic head model. Yeah, he really does. Uh, oh, my God. Hey, I just got an idea. What's Talking that? about FAU, yeah. just one little thing. I wouldn't be surprised if Lane Kiffin went and took the job at Tennessee next year. Oh, dude! Would they? They need to give him a coming home video like Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, I'm coming home. Yeah, coming. I mean, home. I feel like I feel like they're just gonna have a horrible year again, and they don't have any patience because they think they're some top-notch squad. And I think Lane Kiffin is itching to get back to the SEC. Just, just pull it. Just pull the plug right on but, good old Pruitt. I could see him doing it too, firing their guy after. One year. Watch this. Vanderbilt's going to beat Tennessee this year. Oh, yeah. That's, that's not a big shock anymore, I guess. Um, next up, uh, number 23, Texas uh, at Maryland. Um, I I got Texas. I think it'll be a decent game. Maryland's not bad. They won last year. I, I, don't, I don't see Texas losing this one. Uh, I think, I hate to say it, Tom Herman is going to get them fired up for a revenge game. I think they've got the players to do it. I don't see or know much about Maryland to be scared of them. I think Texas got it. Texas is number 23 in the country this year. Obviously, the media is going to hype them up like every single year. Uh, I've not heard much of Booger McFarlane because he got kicked <laughs> off kicked off of the college football little talk show on ESPN. Oh, he really God. replaced by Jonathan Vilma. But I was watching Monday Night Football the other day, and, and you know what they did? They put Booger McFarlane on the sideline as an analyzer. He just has like his weird little podium thing. Oh, like, my God. Like, you just can't get rid of Booger. He's, you keep trying to flick him, but he ends up on your oh, finger. Oh, no. The worst. He's the worst. Oh, God. I, Booger, I mean... You moved up to the NFL, but you moved down big time. You, come on, brother. Fucker. I, I, I'm not. Uh, uh, Joey Galloway, you're next. <laughs> oh, please. Hey, man. I, I'm surprised you don't like Galloway. You and Joey would be best friends loving Baylor so much. Uh, Last man. year, he picked them to win the Big 12. I, I understand. You, you and your pal Joey. Joey uh, and Jameson. Yeah, whatever. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not taking Baylor to win the Big 12 for number seven. I just think they'll be okay, good versus I, spread. I, I'll, get, I'll stop making fun of you for that one. Um, just wait, you'll see. Oh yeah. Um, all right. So next up, we got Ole Miss and Texas Tech in Houston. So many neutral games. Good God. Um, Ole Miss is just a. If we if talk about Tennessee as a dumpster fire, the Rebels are just awful. Well, they just lost Shea Patterson. He's going <laughs> up to Michigan. I could talk all day about how good I think Shea Patterson is going to be. They they got him. He was the number one player in the nation at quarterback, and. If y'all don't know who Shea Patterson is, maybe you've seen a, uh, a Ole Miss game. He was the quarterback with the weird number 20, and you're yeah. wondering, like, why is he number 20? And he was actually pretty decent, but who is he throwing to? They don't have Laquan Treadwell like they had a couple years ago. This team is not good. And uh, let me tell you something. I 
I can't. I don't think. Th- I, I think they'll still be Texas Tech. Oh, okay. They're not I, good. I just don't think Texas Tech is good either. I, I don't think Tech's good either. I just. It, Ole Miss, after after all the Hugh Freeze stuff, they got a bull ban. It's. Yeah. They're, they're on year two of it. Um, I just. I. It's kind it's really embarrassing for Tech that this is a toss-up. Yeah, I Especially know. Especially because it's in their home state, but I think it's a toss-up. I'm just going with Tech, though. Yeah, I, I really, it really is a t- um, toss-up on it, and I really, really don't know what to say from it because uh, Ole Miss, like you said, there's so much like weird going on with them that I really don't know. They're plus two right now on the spread. So it really kind of is a toss up. If you bet the money line, it's minus one ten both ways. Yeah, it's it's a toss up. It, it's it's basically a pick 'em one and a half. Um, it, it, it's a toss up. So anyone willing to wake up at eleven a.m. to watch that uh, absolute garbage fest, go for it. Oh, well, we won't have to watch that. Is the good is the good news? That's true. That's we're, true. We're eleven a.m. But we got we got some good games coming on later yeah, today. We'll be rocking with the lane train, which we'll get to right now. Um, marquee matchup here, Auburn. Versus Washington. This is happening in uh, in Atlanta, so Auburn has a bit of a home home field. It's it's six. It, Washington's coming in hot at six. Auburn's nine. It's the uh, only top ten game of the day. I love Auburn this year. I think they're going to roll out. I think they could even give uh, Alabama a run for their money in their Iron Bowl. I think Alabama will be unstoppable. I don't think they'll lose a game, but I think Auburn will be biting at their heels. I love Jarrett Stidham. I think he's the best quarterback in college football. I think College football? Yes. Ooh. I, that is my bold claim. I think he's a stud. He was a stud coming out of Juco. He has done he did great Baylor, and then he did Pretty dang good while he's been at Auburn. This is his last year. I think he's going to make a name. He's going to be the type of guy you're talking about at the end of the year for a Heisman, Dark Horse. Him, I... See, here's the deal. Whenever I'm talking about best quarterback in college football, I'm really, really kind of torn on it because I'm not sure. There might be other people that I'll I'll talk about later who I think it is. But uh, I think he could be number one. I think he could be. Him, number one or number two. But I've got Auburn winning this one. I think Washington's a really good team. They got a bunch of um, returners with Browning too, and they've always got a bunch of athletes around them. But I love. I think Auburn could be a one-loss team this year. Yeah, Auburn. I mean, Auburn. I I wasn't super high on them until I really kind of started thinking about it. I don't think they're going to lose this one. You know, just around the corner from uh, from home. I mean, Atlanta's only like. An hour, hour and a half drive from uh, Auburn, Auburn, uh-huh. Alabama. I, I don't see Wash. I, I think Washington is a is definitely a playoff contender. Um, I just don't see him. I just don't see him actually pulling it off in SEC country. Um, I think they're going to trip up here, but I don't think they lose the re- the rest of the way. I'm going Auburn. I agree. There you go. Um, so going I, now on the topic about this, Jarrett Stidham being the best quarterback in football. That's where Shea Patterson comes in. That's your Ole Miss transfer that I was just talking about. I think he could also be the best quarterback in college football. Um, If I had to put money down on my Heisman pick, I'm picking Michigan. Shea Patterson his first year there to win the Heisman. That is my dark horse. That's where I'm putting my money. That's not exactly who I think. That's where I'm putting my money. And we got Michigan playing Notre Dame, number 14 versus number 12. Who you got, Bobby? Um... 
I'm going to go with Michigan. I, I think Notre Dame is perennially overrated. Um, and thankfully for all of us who have to listen to all of it, we uh, get to see them lose week one because I think Michigan's going to beat them in South Bend. Um, it's as as it's probably going to be more maize and blue than whatever than you know dark blue and gold. <laughs> yeah, I, th- that joke didn't work because they're both blue and gold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think I I honestly think that Mich- Michigan's going to invade Notre Dame Stadium. They're going to get a big win right in front of that college game day uh, crowd and. Uh, I could see them making a little bit of run in the uh, in the Big Ten. I know you're really high yes. on them. You're really high on Shea Patterson. Yes, I think Michigan's going to be beating Ohio State this year. I think they're going to roll over Notre Dame. Shea Patterson, I think, is going to put up about 350 yards and about like three <laughs> touchdowns in this game. He's going to show it. He's got some five-star wide receivers around him. He's got talent. He can throw to you. He finally has something better than Ole Miss. Thank God. Yeah. So I think Michigan's going to steamroll Notre Dame, and I cannot wait to watch it. Yeah, I I, I fully agree with you there. Um, LSU-Miami. All right, so this one's kind of tough for me, but I'm going with LSU. Oh! Yeah, I think the turnover chain era needs to stop. I think it's, I think it's old news. And to be honest, I think it's just a fad, and I, how, I don't know if they're going to be as hyped as they were last year. I never thought Miami was really that good. They kept on winning games somehow over and over and over. But uh, Joe Burrow transferred from Ohio State. LSU finally gets a quarterback. Like Every single year they have all these studs, all these really good guys around, and then they just have some whack quarterback come in, and he can't even throw for 200 yards. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't think Miami's that good. I think they're way overrated. I just really, I think LSU is not, I don't think they're anything this year. I super out on Ed Ogeron, love the guy, love his, his he, he is Louisiana, it, like, personified. But the man is just designed, the, the, the man is designed to be an interim head coach. He just can't be the lead guy. He's out, he's out here to talk funny and tell stories about pulling worms out of his mouth <laughs> at practice. And I love that. I love, I love the guy, but... He's not a head coach. I think I think this season's going to be his last. If I think that is a bit of a hot take here, um, I, Miami wins, but I don't see him doing much this season. I think they're definitely going to take a pretty big dip. Look for um, look for Virginia Tech to probably take up a little bit of that mantle in the SEC. What? No, I think in the, in the a- ACC. I said ACC. I just didn't pronounce it right. Oh. I thought been, you said SEC. Not SEC. I've been, I've, we've been podcasting a lot today. <laughs> Anyways, so that's our picks. That's our preview of the FAU game. Uh, we will see you next week where we will talk UCLA and talk about FAU. Hope that the Sooners are 1-0. Until then, that's it from Bobby and uh, Jameson. Have yourself a good college football Saturday.